0: Welcome back everybody to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt and with me as always is Mr. Adam Schmidt. How are you today, sir? Pretty good. How about yourself? <clears throat> I'm 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 doing well. I'm doing very well. Uh very interested, very looking looking forward to this podcast. Me too. Uh we've got some some good sports stuff going on. Obviously the playoffs, the NBA playoffs are are in full swing in the um you know we're in game couple game fives today we've got pivotal game fives pivotal game fives uh we've also got some Bob Huggins uh Ray, uh racial uh what is that what is it uh slurs yeah slurs yeah uh we've got and and uh we're gonna talk a little bit about Adam Adam tells me before the podcast that he thinks we are gonna have a difference in opinion. On what went down with the Suns owner and Nikola Jokic. That's right. Uh, in game four, I believe it was, in Phoenix. Yeah. I think game right. five was last night. Yep. All right, so let's, uh, but to get started, let's let's do what we always do. Let's uh, kick this thing off with a little bit of Reese's magic. Adam. What kind of Reese's? What what for the Reese's segment? What are we rating this week? We got a little theme going here lately,
1: Chris. Uh We have Let's see, last week we had the plant-based. We oh Reese's. boy,
0: we did have plant-based Reese's. Yes. No, we have this week. Oh, tell me it's vegan uh vegan like scrumptious scrumdiddlyumptiousness. Close. Close. Okay. Zero sugar. Oh, zero sugar. Adam is on a roll with the Reese's. Zero sugar
1: miniature cups. I'm I, happy
0: we're getting we're going through all these nasty things now. <laughs> so we can get into hot and heavy into some good Reese's here. You don't need to give me two. I'll probably only need one of <laughs> these. Zero sugar Reese's mini cups. they here we go. We're about to find out what this is, what this is all about here. Um, I mean, you know, the look is, is very similar to the regular mini cup.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I like the bright orange
0: wrap. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it we go. Just like the, here we go the with mini that. Cup. Not Reese's peanut butter. I part that irritates me the most. <laughs> it's Reese's. It's supposed to be Reese's peanut butter. That is not Reese's peanut butter. It tastes like some other kind of peanut butter. Hmm. What about the chocolate? Hmm. Um, chocolate's fine. It's not terrible. You think it's none of it tastes like a good? I mean, it's it's good. it's good.
1: It's not terrible. It's starting to come to me now. A little bit of flavor. Mostly, this is tasteless to me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so Adam, let's go ahead. First bite, first impressions, bud. What do you uh what do you what do you want to rate this? To? I'm rating this right now. It is tasteless it's tasteless. <laughs> Adam had, Adam doesn't taste anything uh-huh. on the zero sugar. Mm-hmm. I mean Reese's Maybe is basically bit, just sugar. Reese's is basically just sugar, right? So it yeah. makes sense that you don't taste anything. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. All, All right. right. Number two's down the hatch. I'm gonna go zero sugars, mini cup. I you thought you were gonna say
1: zero. What are mm. you rating?
0: No, I'll go to six. Uh, okay. Hmm. Sorry, six, four.
1: Oh. Six, four. Mm-hmm. You do get a little, like on that first one, I did get a little, as I chewed it, got a little hint of peanut butter.
0: Not Reese's peanut butter. It's different. hmm hmm
1: But not bad, like we usually say. Yeah, wash that down. Yeah.
0: Um, and I wash it down with a real Reese's with peanut butter. a real butter.
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not... Yeah, like we always say, usually it's not bad, but it's not it's not the traditional.
0: It's so different.
1: You said six four, huh? Mm-hmm. I said I said six nine. I
0: just got to keep it Takashi. Takashi six nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love his song Gum Gummy or Gumbo, and then he's got like Humini and. Foo-foo-fee and mm. all his songs that's what they're called never do you know you know you know what i'm talking never about. never even heard of a song of his yeah no never even i mean i've heard of him i've seen <laughs> isn't he
1: the covered in
0: face tattoos and uh rainbow hair, hair rainbow hair yeah he acted like he was a he acted like he was a blood and then uh he got a bunch of like he was basically the 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 nine tray bloods in brooklyn he was basically uh they took him in and let him say he was a blood because he had all this money from rapping. So he acted like he was a blood and then he snitched on every one of them when the FBI came after him snitched on everyone, Yeah. Somehow old boy's still alive. Yeah. Finally got beat up the other day. They had a video of him getting beat up in LA, LA fitness bathroom. (laughs) Uh, But like there, nobody can believe that the dude's still alive.
1: (laughs) Honestly, that's what you get for trying to be associated with the gang, man. I, and then you were put in a position to either lose your freedom
0: or uh-huh. put yourself in, in danger. Danger. And he could, and yeah, dude had to hire 24-7 security. Uh, for for like a year, he had 24-7 security, and somehow they they spotted him without his security in the well, L.A. fitness. Security doesn't go to the gym, huh? I guess not. Is he... Uh, what,
1: Somebody, I thought it was him, who who got murdered. That was similar to him.
0: Oh man, like half the people he used to beef with, every dude he beefed with ended up getting murdered. Okay, that's not suspicious. (laughs) No joke. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. So the (laughs) his old boys, his own boys, uh, they put masks on and everything and jumped him. And put him and he's got million dollar chains and all these giant chains that spin and all that fancy stuff. And they stole his chains from him. And he busted out of the back. Turns out it was his own boys that did it. Robbed there was, him. There was an episode of, um, of um shoot, Dave. You ever watch Dave? I, I've watched the first season of Dave, but I know they're on like season four. I've never got past. I I, I haven't got past season one yet. It's a okay. great show. I love it.
1: Yeah really really good uh just this new season that's been it's like five weeks in or something like that uh one of the first episodes something similar happened love that anyway uh good for shout out takashi 69 or not shout out he doesn't really sound gummo
0: but i think gummo was his big one gummo i think gummo was his big one i'm gonna read you the name was his name huh yeah i'm gonna read you the names of uh (laughs) takashi 69 songs and i want to know Dude, I got. I was super enthralled. I was enthralled with this guy for a while. Like I was looking at all this YouTube stuff and on the on the Insta Snap and all that all that malarkey and following because the dude didn't make any sense. Like he was sure. calling out real gangsters, like <laughs> real gangsters on everything, calling them out and and doing things that no one should do. Saying things no one should should say if they want to be alive, and somehow he always came out on top. And some, you know, you know, he uh, what's one of the dude's names? I can't remember anyway. He ended up dying, and then you know he's like they they show him, and he's like at the spot where he got killed, and in that dude's hood, and they're like, how can how can he possibly be there and make a video of him? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, do you, do you ever <clears throat> wormholes, man? You get down a wormhole with that guy.
1: Yeah. You ever look at that kind of stuff and think and get any kind of little uh, depression or anything that people like that, there are people like that uh, that live that lifestyle and choose it <laughs> and uh, are millionaires.
0: Yeah. 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 But they have to fear for their life and they hardly make it past a uh, decent age. Yeah. Uh, so, so he's got Wape, which looks like his most recent. Uh, he's got Bori B O R I. Here's Grupo Fermi. Oh no, and Grupo Fer. The song is called Why Ahora. Uh, oh, this one's just called Billy. That's a real song. That's a name. That's actually not bad. But this is Gummo. That's Gummo. Him hanging out with his hood boy with all them bloods. Yeah, this Takashi right there. We got Kuda. It's greatest names for songs in the entire world. Is this a, a language or is this just? No, it's just, just what it is, man. Makes up, huh? Yeah, it's just what it is. Oh, it looks like he's getting jumped in a barbershop, too. Oh, this oh, is a joke. Yeah, yeah, this is a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. he <laughs> likes to He likes to mess around. He'll make fun of himself, too, which is good for him. Uh, and he has friends who are horrible actors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Gotti, G-O-T-T-I. Gooba, G-O-O-B-A. I just, it doesn't make any sense. Any Isn't of the, that a, um, like a Mario character or something like that? Uh, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. That's a good huh. question. Anyway, shout out. I got, I mean, look at him. We're talking about him right now on the podcast. I guess, so though. We better go. watch
1: what we say. We're going to be next.
0: That's right. You know, he got arrested. The reason that he got the, they were able to get to him was because he violated his probation because in one of his early videos, he had an underage girl performing sexual act. uh uh, details on him so he was got got busted for he was he was like 18 and she was 7 16 or 17 i mean it wasn't like he was 30 and she was 14 i mean they were a year or two apart but still he that he got busted for that and then he was on probation so they they went and raided his whole house took everything dude what a
1: fella
0: Oh man, Takashi, what a story, man. It, there's a there's a story all about him. on they got a they've already done a documentary on oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You know what? I think
0: it's on Hulu, maybe. Yeah, or I've seen on, like one, a of, on one of them. Yeah. The old Takashi 6. Now I was in a man, I went down a wormhole with that dude for about uh it was like three months. I was I was just following this guy like crazy. What is like he's just this dude is nuts. He's yeah. nuts. He had a death wish. I I I will get sort of interested in something like
1: that, but it doesn't take long. And I'm like, this is so despicable. I, it, this makes, this makes me, this puts me in a bad mood. Yeah. And so I can't, can't I, get, I can't, can't, I can't last it. very long with that stuff. All
0: right. So anyway, enough with Takashi. let's get into some Bobby Huggins, uh, Bob Huggins on 700 WLW drops a couple uh, drops, a couple F bombs and not F use uh, a couple uh, English cigarettes, if you will That's right. Uh, out there on the old airways. And his giggling about it, as he said, you could tell that he's with Bill Cunningham in the interview. Uh, maybe he had a six or maybe a 12 pack down already uh, around 11 o'clock. I was going to say. Yeah, it was around 11 o'clock noon, one o'clock uh, midday with Bill Cutting, Willie Cunningham. And even Willie was laughing. Even that's, the thing. and it like, it was almost like he didn't realize he was on the air or something. Either way, it doesn't matter. You say what you said. Uh I don't remember. I, I went to a lot of... I, I remember every Crosstown shootout, but apparently when I was a, a young child, there were some uh penises thrown onto the floor That's in the middle what, of a I game. The, I don't like, how do I
1: not remember that?
0: It had to be when we were kids' kids, and it would have been at UC. Just, they probably... It probably had like we would have never been there for it, and if you weren't there, you probably would never know about well, you it. You could have been there for it. I've only been to one crosstown shootout at UC, and it was when they were number one in the country, and Lenny Brown hit a free throw line jumper to beat them. We were at that one. I was at that one. I still have the ticket. I think it's no the ticket might be in my room. It may not be on the on the memorabilia shelf back there. Anyway, um so. Two days it ta- I'm out. <clears throat> this is the best part about this. I'm in West Virginia when this I'm I'm traveling to West Virginia when this happens. Yes, sir. So I'm in West Virginia, and the whole next day I'm traveling from through West Virginia into Kentucky, uh through 60 uh coming across 64 West. <clears throat> Sorry, into Kentucky. And I'm stopping at all these places, and I just so happened to pack a Xavier Polo for that day. Everywhere I'm walking in everybody's laughing had some of the best funny conversations of my, my entire life. Awesome. I told everybody I was a Xavier fan and I'm a, I'm a Catholic school guy. So I feel like Bob Huggins was talking directly to me. I feel <laughs> like I feel like he was speaking directly at me when he said the words Catholic cigarettes. <laughs>
1: And I also heard that they, I guess, restructured his contract. Instead of whatever length the contract was, it's year to year now. Oh, so he's oh. basically on a one-year contract.
0: Oh boy! See, this is my thing. Like, it's he got him to the to the tournament last year, and they were not a good team, right? I mean, they were kind of they were ranked at the beginning of the year, but it wasn't like they were a great team. He was actually at he played at Xavier. He got beat by Xavier. Uh, which was a huge game for Xavier at the time early on in the season when they were like ranked number 10 in the country. Uh, And then they eventually fell off, but they made it to the tournament. He is really good at getting. He's been at getting a lot out of his players. He he gets more out of his players than a lot of people do. He's really good at that. Uh, But he's got the old Bobby Knight kind of mentality, right? He's a tough, hard-nosed guy. It's his way or the highway. Um, and he's not afraid to get in any of his players' faces.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I To this day, I remember my dad calling me, telling me Bob Huggins just died on the floor. And I turn on ESPN, turn on ESPN, and I flip on ESPN, and he's starting to kind of get up. His defibrillator went off in the middle of the game. He had a, <clears throat> you know, his his one they put on his heart. Um, so he had a heart attack in the middle of the game. So he kept coaching. They brought a stool down there, and he kept coaching. But as he's standing up, Everybody's standing around, and he's pale as he's pales, as pale as a ghost. And he looks up at one of the kids and goes, "That happened because of you." Oh, I will geez. never in my life. They show it real slow mode. <laughs> just looks right at this kid and goes, "That happened because of you." Points his finger, and I'm like, "Holy cow, that's that's rough right there, bud." Uh, but that's when the stool came out. That was the day the school stool came out, and he's used it ever since. Does he really? Oh, yeah. He was sitting on a stool at the, the Xavier that. game. Yeah. He's got a know, stool out there that. all the time. Interesting. Um,
1: okay. So, <laughs> you mentioned – oh, sorry. So, that's his contract, and apparently the they're going to use the million dollars they're taking away and donate it to some groups that are for the, you know, LGBTQ
0: of rights for those people. <clears throat> right
1: um He also is apparently going to. I didn't see a figure yet, but is going to make a substantial donation to Xavier University.
0: Oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, that's good. I'm happy for that. Yeah, good, good for him. Wouldn't that be great if they just used it all for the basketball? Hundred <laughs> percent. This is my favorite part. The school said it will partner with the university's LGBTQ plus center to develop annual training ses- sessions that will address all aspects of inequality including homophobia transphobia sexism the train the training and programming will be required of coach huggins and all current and future athletics coaching staff how much fun would it be to sit in a room and just watch bob huggins have to go through that kind of training just to see his eyes like You can't roll your eyes. We're watching you. Don't you roll your eyes. Not even one time. Don't show me that you're all irritated. No, no, no. I'm watching you, boy. Don't do it. Take this seriously. I wouldn't be concerned about his eyes rolling.
1: I'd be concerned about his eyes closing.
0: Oh, I'm, I can just hear inside his head. I wish all these cigarettes would just shut the F up. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You're probably right. He also got a
1: three-game suspension. Oh, man. They really put it to him, didn't they? So that's going to be against uh, Dunbar State. It's going to yep. be against Oakland, uh, <laughs> Southeast Wyoming. Yeah, Oakland. So, you know, he'll miss three games that they'll win by 40.
0: Oh, man. He's, but- uh, yeah, good. I, I, Tom Brenneman loses his job, pulled off, the, pulled off the telecast in the middle of it. Yep. Right after, and, right after Castellanos is home. Right after I thought it was Dietrich. You're right. It was Castellano's. <laughs> while he's apologizing, one of the greatest home run calls. If you've never heard it, go on YouTube. Tom Brennerman calls a home run while apologizing. One of the greatest videos of all time. Uh true professional, Tom Brennerman, when it comes to uh when it comes to knowing when the mic's on. Uh but he gets pulled <laughs> off and is like blackballed from everything. He'll, now he's got a podcast. That's what he does. He's got a podcast.
1: He, he's, he's getting dude, back into it now.
0: Two days later, two days later, Bobby Huggins gets a three-day suspension. So I'm in I'm in West Virginia, and everybody out there is like, listen, I'm going to tell you. You know, we talked about this you, the other day. I was in West Virginia, and you're like, you know, I don't know. You know, West Virginia is known for being a little different, right? You know what I mean? It's a little, little more loose with stuff like that. You know, and I was like, man, they're still on a college, a liberal co- college campus, all college campuses are going to be pretty liberal like that. They're going to be going after this dude. They're going to want his head on campus. And a lot of people
1: have wanted him fired immediately.
0: Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> I'm walk- I'm talking to all these guys out there, and some of them are like, he's gone. But the majority were like, look, it's West Virginia. You know, there. a lot of people are willing to forgive and forget stuff like that if you keep doing what you do. And I was like, wow, okay. All right. There you go. And they did. So here's my thought. Can I tell you what my thoughts are? Please do West Virginia. I've been doing it the whole time. I've interrupted you three (laughs) times now, (laughs) West Virginia, uh, AD and all the, and the president, whoever they are, they say, they say we are investigating. And by investigating, I think that means we are calling all of our donors and we're saying, Hey, if we fire Bob Huggins, will we still get your money? and i think they kind of made a call off of who said yes and who said no because you know bob huggins is a is a salesman when it comes to that you know he's out drinking and boozing it up with all those boosters all the time yeah. and they probably love him yeah you would
1: think so yeah i you I, see boosters got a lot bigger while huggins was there i feel mm-hmm. like um he <clears throat> there there are a few things one <clears throat> and and You can think of it as an excuse, whatever, maybe it is, but it's, it's not because I'm not excusing him. He is 69 years old. Yeah. We, everybody knows mostly older folks have a harder time with the way things are now. Mm -hmm. We've evolved a lot over the last 20, 30 years, especially in the last 10, 15. And you know, when, when there things were a certain way, even though they were wrong then, things were a certain way. Sure, in the '60s and '70s yeah. and '80s and even '90s, and people have, when they've lived more of their life in a time where people were saying that more freely, uh-huh. um, it, it it it's harder. I'm am sure for people to to for for those people to come around to evolve to understand what's going on now sure
0: right? uh, yeah totally so totally. I, I yeah it's the whole grandpa man my grandpa Jesus, pete you know you hear comedians do it yeah. all the time grandpa racist grandpa or or right. whatever homophobic grandpa all that stuff however he is
1: he teaches young people he is a coach he's in the in, he's been in the media in the limelight he in the public that. eye he has to know
0: better. He know, he know, he definitely knows that better. should give him an edge to like I said, know exactly what he needs to do. He was half crocked on a Monday, man. He was <laughs> maybe he was sussed up. He went out and had a couple <laughs> couple Manhattan's, three four Manhattan's, ready you know and, for lunch and and was uh, said yeah I talked to old Willie. Hey Willie, and Willie is a Xavier alumni yeah. and a Catholic cigarette himself. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> and
1: he. But they've known each other a long time. Sure. They had, <coughs> Willie had one of his, one of Huggins' former assistants on with him at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, a room of two or three people that Huggins knew and was very comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You hear all the time, uh, a little less now, I guess, but as as things started really evolving recently in the last decade or two, locker room talk. Mm-hmm. Yep. When guys get together... Stuff gets said. Conversation. Sometimes. conversation's a little different than it is out in public. That's right. And Huggins and Bill Cunningham did let him know, but it, I felt like it was real fast. Is just part of his, you know, hey, welcome to the show. It's, you know, uh, you're live on the air, Bob, and this, and this and this and this and this and this. And I felt like it was just a little quick passing. See, I didn't hear all the, the air.
0: Doesn't matter. He's got to know. He has to know he's on. He yeah. called the show to be on the, the show.
1: Yeah. And the way they're talking and everything. So he, yeah, there's no
0: way he didn't know
1: he was on the air.
0: And, and, and just, that's the other thing Willie did. Willie just let him go. Willie didn't stop him. He actually was giggling and then said, you're the best. Like, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Like, like, oh man, I can't believe you said that. It's this guy will say anything. Yeah. Kind of this thing. is, this is Bob Huggins. You're the best man. You don't hold back.
1: And <laughs> I, I was, I, that reminded me of a situation that I was in one time and probably several times actually where, and I'm sure you've been in it too, because you're in those situations with a bunch of guys, probably friends and you're, you know, especially when alcohol is involved and stuff and people say stuff. And even if you, in your mind right away, go, Ooh, uh, yeah, not comfortable. Yeah. yeah. But do you- don't always, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. hard in those situations sometimes to speak up. Yeah. The well, right thing to do is probably to speak up, but I've definitely I, been in situations where I'm like, that's not, I don't, okay. I, but yeah, I didn't say anything.
0: I don't see. And that's a tough one. I've had this conversation with a buddy of mine and you know, he's like, if you heard somebody drop an N bomb, would you say something to him? And it's like, I, you know, I, I don't, I, this depends on the situation and, and, and what's going on. I don't, I can't guarantee you that I would get, like, like get to a point where I want to confront them about it because most of the time I'm, I'm not a confrontational person. Mm-hmm. So just cause I'm not comfortable with it doesn't, doesn't mean that I have to be the one. I don't feel like I have to do that or you have to do that because in some situations it, it could go downhill fast and I don't want to be in that situation. It's easier to let it to, to try to get it by real quick and move on. I know that's wrong. I know, I feel like that's wrong. I feel like everything I just said is going to be taken. Like, that's not what you should do, Or, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah. And, and you're right, but dude. I guarantee I've done it. I know I have a hundred percent. I've done it where I'm just like, Ooh, yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure about that one, bud, but not saying anything. Sometimes I do say something. Yeah. I don't be a confrontational about it. I'll just go, Ooh, that might've been a little too far. And then turn around and start talking about something else. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to necessarily get on you, but like, oh, Oh, that took a turn for the worst. Yeah. All right. So how about those bearcats? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I remember
1: specifically a uh, time that I was working and was working in production with just guys, just like three or four guys. And, you know, we're, we're working and talking all day. Mm-hmm. And man, this one guy, he did it a couple times and, you know, he had, I, I know that he had black friends and, um, but he, he used the, the N word and there was like, it's his, com- in his normal conversation. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> and it, it was in a, it was in context where he's not, he's not talking not about, pl- well, no, it's not a playful Oh, and it's, oh. it's oh. just referring to a certain race of people. Okay. And, and, and I'm like, I, I mean, I was, I thought about it for probably two months and it bothered me. Every How do I day. say
0: something to have him stop doing yeah, that around? I
1: him. almost, I almost went to our supervisor and I thought about, man, do I do, you know, it, it really, man, it really, it really bothered me. And, um, I just couldn't figure out what to do about it. I think you're right. The right thing to do is right away. Be like, Hey,
0: we're not, not around, doing that. yeah. Here, man. Don't do that with me. Yeah. That's the right thing.
1: And, and, but it's, you're right. In it's different not situations, easy. nobody was, you know, All of the people there were white. Yeah, It might've even just been he and I, or he and I, and one other person. And so nobody else heard that. So I know, you know, nobody is directly like furious and offended because she's talking to them about them.
0: That. So I think that's another part of it. For sure. If someone's around that, that's going to offend, then it becomes, Hey man, Hey, come on, man. Look, look what's around you. Pay attention don't not, not here, not the right time, not the right place. Not that there is a right time, right place, but Hey, this definitely isn't it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe that gets them to think a little bit harder about how they talk, but yeah. I've had to do that, but I have done that before. Is that right? Oh yeah. I was like, Hey, maybe we should, uh, you know, maybe, maybe not, maybe that, maybe tone that down just a little bit, maybe tone it down just a little bit.
1: Yeah. And now, I mean, that was the big one for a while. Now there are more, this, this word that Bob Huggins used the, the R word. I mean, that, yeah, that one's that one's out too for sure, and and it was you know I don't know it's just it's the locker room talk, man. It's the locker right. room talk. And, and here's the thing, that still happens. It's still going to happen. It's not right. I hopefully, I really hope. I've been around places like that, and and oh yeah, heard it. But hopefully, as we keep evolving we get to where locker rooms, NFL locker rooms, you know, sports locker rooms, especially like professionally college and pros they're, they're in a place where everybody's now advanced enough to be like, let's just not talk like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's still going to be, you know, macho stuff. Guys oh, yeah. are still still have all oh, that yeah. testosterone around yep. each other and everything and stuff's going to happen stuff's going to be said but hopefully it gets less and less as we continue on because really if you're doing that if you're comfortable with it like i'm sure it was a while ago that's going to spill over yeah. you know and th- something's going to happen th- things have definitely happened yeah. in the past and it just it hopefully because it's it's no good i mean i don't know i mean you can you can be different i certainly speak differently to certain people than I do to other people. No doubt about it. But you just, if you eliminate that kind of stuff from your language altogether, no matter who you're around, no matter how much you've had to drink or not drink, everything's going to be a lot easier. Then you don't find yourself in a situation where, oops, I I forgot (laughs) for a moment where I was (laughs) and on the strongest radio station in the country on the biggest, one of the biggest talk show hosts, in the country, yep, show you say something like that. Yep. And you and know his
0: apology was pretty weak. Did you think so? I mean, it was, I mean, <clears throat> the original statement was just kind of I accept any punishment, uh, I I stand on it. I, I made a mistake. It is, you know, shouldn't have done it. Uh accept any anything that comes my way. I don't feel like there was actually like he wasn't sorry about it. He's like, oop, yep. Did I you hear up. the audio of that? I didn't hear the audio, oh, I okay. heard the audio was much better. See, I thought I—I I didn't hear the audio. I thought the
1: written word was number one, probably from a a publicist, hundred percent. And number well, two, I thought was perfect. Like i, I thought right. it was exactly what I feel like he's done everything he needed to do. Sure. To be absolved of it, not absolved, but to not try get to fired. get
0: fired. And and how about the fact that it didn't get picked up almost anywhere on any radio? <laughs> and I was listening to radio. I was listening to ESPN and. Um, uh, with the Dan Patrick show is on whatever that's on. Uh, and I'm listening to all these different Doug national show Doug, Doug Gottlieb did. He I was listening to a bunch of, and, and it it might've got talked about for a second, but that was it. And I, that could be another reason why West Virginia was like two days into this and it's already passed us. All right, let's go ahead and uh, just make this happen. Yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. Like that. it, it wasn't a huge topic. Like people were calling for his head. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. I,
1: I, I don't know. It's, I, I've heard enough that people are upset and, and, you know, a lot of people said that they wanted him fired and stuff, but I guess I, I didn't, I haven't been able to listen to sports talk radio a lot the last couple of days, but, um, but, you know, if you search for it on YouTube, there's a ton of videos of yeah. other people, you know, people with, with, you know, online shows and stuff talking about it. But um. I don't know, man. It's He's he's 69 years old. You
0: got to think that he's done soon anyway. That was my first thought was this is the perfect opportunity for West Virginia to move on from Bob Huggins. To invite him to retire. Huh? Yeah, it was the perfect opportunity. I mean, the, like you said, he's 69 years old. It's not like he's bringing in Final Four teams anymore. He's not, you know, his he does decent from what I understand in the transfer portal but he's not recruiting terrific players. Uh, he recruited Trisha Mackey's kid who never saw the floor. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think that he's done anything super impressive to like, they're probably, I can't believe they weren't just like, all right, this is our opportunity. Let's get him out of here. Get some fresh faces in here and let's move on.
1: Yeah. I, you know he's or a he, he's a hall of famer.
0: He's, he's got the he's legendary coach. He's The active uh what is it? Coach coach with the most mo, active coach with the most wins. Most wins for an active coach. There we go. I got it. Turn it around, spit it out, flip it <laughs> sideways. It'll come out correctly. Since since Beheim left and
1: Shushevsky yep. left, he's got mm-hmm. like 935 or something like that. Now he would it would take him three years to get to a thousand. So I don't know if he's trying to hold on for that or what. I kind of I mean, doubt it.
0: Seeing he's, he's got everything he needs, it's not. What is that going to do? What's he doesn't have a championship. Uh, He's not. He's then. not
1: going to get one in the next few years either. He's not getting one. Probably not.
0: Although we are in a time now, like this I, era of college basketball, nothing would. There's no. There is no team that would surprise me if they won.
1: I I heard that he already had like two or three of the best transfer portal pickups like i heard he had a really good
0: yeah. well that's what those team. guys were all telling me out in west virginia they're like man he's great in the transfer portal
1: yeah do you do you think he should have been fired
0: um I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say no i also don't think that tom brenneman should have been fired i feel like uh, I feel like there's sensitivity, you know, you come out and say all the, you do a lot of stuff. And I think that what West Virginia is doing is probably closer to what I wish the reds would have done for Tom Brenneman. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there, I feel like everybody deserves a second chance and and you realize you're doing something wrong. And maybe that is the kick in the face, maybe not for a guy like Bob Huggins, but maybe that's the kick in the face that gets somebody to change a little bit. I don't know if that's true, but if it happens again, boom, gone, don't have to worry about it. Right. But I, you know, there's a little part of me that's that's got a, a soft spot for a second chance. Okay. What about you? You think you should have been canned immediately? No. <clears throat> there you go. So we actually agree on that. So uh, I
1: don't. It, it's you know that's one more thing that I have on this. So you you hear like so I've heard in the past about his language with his players and practices sure. and stuff like that. Yeah. And I've also heard in the last couple of days, people come out and be like, Bob Huggins is the best guy you could, um, you could ever imagine. He's so good with everybody at the school at just everybody. He comes in contact with. He's so great with people. He's he, uh, somebody said that they've, uh, he, he, they've been around him for so many years and
0: they've never heard him say
1: that word. So that's now, tough
0: for me. Uh, can I just say something about that, though? <clears throat> because I truly believe that, like you said, he's 69 years old. The guy's old as molasses, right? Like, I believe that he... we be careful.
1: Our parents are kind of starting to get...
0: Yeah, that's true. But I believe that you can get to a point where, like... That's part of of a language that you used in the past, and you can say that. But I don't necessarily believe that that means that he's homophobic or that he's okay. against anything. It's just a like sometimes it's just a, a word that's used, and it's not you know I I get it that it's it's a lot heavier now that it, used it to is a lot heavier now. But the it's it's like a lot of there's a lot of words that I don't think just because you say it, just because you hear somebody say it that that makes them homophobic or it makes them uh, not like gay people or, you know, right. I get it that it's the word that you're using for them. And it's a, it's a negative connotation. It has a negative connotation in their world and our world and the world. Sorry. But I also believe that there's people that I don't think I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not a Bob Huggins fan. I can't stand him, but I'm not going to sit here and act like I know that he hates gay people. Right. Or that he's got a problem with them or he thinks anything. He, I don't, I don't a hundred percent believe that. Mm-hmm. so i think that's just something that came out of old boy's mouth because like we like it was like like and, and he was talking about he was referring <clears throat> to a specific
1: incident to yep. talk about that to, yeah to like that's what brought that word out um and and either way kind of doesn't matter but that's i think it matters a little bit it's not like he just threw that word out out of nowhere right whoever bought that ba-
0: whoever, whatever xavier fan bought that bag of dicks 25 30 years ago <laughs> I'm, that has come around to be one of the best investments of his life i gotta see <laughs> if there's some kind of video i, I don't remember I don't hearing don't neither. Me mean i like when i heard that i'm like what that like i wouldn't know something about that.
1: that makes me feel a lot better because i'm like in my blind if you don't know about it and that was in the cross shootout
0: all right it was on their floor so if it was on tv they probably didn't talk about it. They probably didn't even try not to show it. Maybe they go away from it and they just say, you know, maybe there was a pause in the game, something like that. And the guys talked. but there was. Not, I don't think TV wise it was ever brought up. I'm sure they wouldn't
1: have wanted to. Yeah, know, yeah. And and they're, 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 they're not zooming in. Wouldn't have wanted to talk about it. <laughs> they're
0: either. not zooming in with the camera from the top on a right. on a on a you know six inch penis or sixteen inch penis sitting in the middle of the floor. And if it was that long ago no cell phones with cameras either percent. No, that 100% happened right. in
1: nfl games in the last few yeah. years and and people are their pictures are all pictures over everywhere guys. yeah
0: so do you know you can buy a bag of dicks i did not know that somebody said that somebody the other day, it was like a uh somebody <laughs> said somebody somebody they got sent on the front porch there was a box and he opens it up and there's a bag inside the box and on the bag it says bag of dicks <laughs> he opened it up and it was just a bag of dicks
1: Somebody sent, to, sent him to it as like a prank
0: or yeah. something? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought, I thought that was pretty
1: funny. Listen, shout out to uh, what ended up being last week's Mount Rushmore, which was the Mount Rushmore
0: of Richards. Lots of – yeah, you know? it ended up just being the Mount Rushmore. Yeah.
1: Paul Buckus,
0: trickle petty. Yeah.
1: Um, yes. Anyway, Bob Huggins, um, he, he's getting – you know, financially he's, he's deducted a million dollars from his salary – his contract is now one year at a time. Uh, he's going to go through sensitivity training, and he's going to
0: make a donation to... I didn't hear the Xavier donation part, but the sensitivity the sensitivity training just makes me laugh. Bob Huggins and sensitivity training. Let's get... Come on. It sound, well, it's sounds... Good, it, it Good for it, him. Sit, sit through it, and I hope he pays attention.
1: <clears throat> you know what? It, it might be silly, and it might do nothing, but it might be... It could be, I, yeah. I, I bet it's a bigger thing all over the place. Yeah. Like we have every single person that gets employed, uh, at where I work very first day, you go through a nine hour training and that's part, part of, it. of it. Yeah. Um, so, and I think a lot of companies nine are doing
0: hours. That. That's crazy. So like an entire day and then just randomly the first hour of your second day, <laughs> actually, I think it's the first two days, oh, okay. but it seems like they're there from like, I, I was just eight I, to five. I, I got you. Yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah, um, but a lot of places are doing that and it's, it's a good idea. I mean, if that's what you read, I think was from West Virginia. Is that yep. right? So I, that's probably the right thing to do everywhere, even, you know, especially at a school, I guess. I mean, yep. you're around a lot of different people yeah. at a college and, um, you, you got to make sure you have people that aren't going to start trouble with silliness like that
0: so xavier's redoing a bunch of is redoing the cintas center uh next year after after this coming year it would be pretty entertaining they're they're making a couple new bar areas like standing room only with some bar if they they took some of that money threw it in there and it was the bob huggins bar or something Mm -hmm. like that it'd be pretty interesting if they found a way to to incorporate that into uh having a brewski or two and they have a picture of him in a car
1: with a police 100
0: yes yes (laughs) the one where he's standing there that's a great picture
1: (laughs) all right well look he he's being punished and i I, i we agree that it's probably not and look maybe it's because we're not Specifically offended by that word. I mean, sure. If anybody's gonna be offended, I guess you could be because you're a Xavier fan and you're cat and no I'm Catholic. And, and, you know, I'm a Catholic cigarette, I guess. And you're and you're gay. You've been gay a long time. But yeah. anyway, it's, uh, it's 2023.
0: If 20, you're not bisexual, you're just gay. Just
1: gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love that. I love that it, I love that it goes every year. <laughs> it's 2022. Yeah. It's twenty twenty one. Doesn't it's matter. Like, <laughs> it carries on. The joke carries on forever. <laughs> oh man. Oh uh, <laughs> okay. So is that locker room talk? That's right. Um,
0: that joke. Is that a bad joke? Is know, that
1: probably I, not good? I guarantee that that if if certain people heard that, they're like, you can't joke about being gay if you're not. Um, That's the other part, too, is like we both watch so much comedy and especially all the yes. comedy podcasts that oh, have, oh my God, and guys yeah. are way less careful about what they say on those yeah, than if they're exactly. putting out a special. Yeah. And man, I'm telling you that that three-letter f-word gets thrown around still sometimes. And those European
0: cigarettes, man. I tell you those, what,
1: yeah, it's uh, it, it's interesting that it's like it's still a funny word in that world.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> if you use it the correct way in a joke, right? <laughs> I mean, well, it depends on how you interpret it. If yeah, you want hundred, dude?
1: That's a hundred percent right. If you allow it to be a joke in your mind, it
0: can be. Yeah. But if you, you want to get offended by it, then you can go ahead and get offended by it. I think so. Here's the other thing: the the freedom of speech. This is another one that I heard. This is this one makes me laugh. Uh, one guy. So these two guys kind of gotten a little heated argument. The one guy's like, I think they should can him. It's ridiculous. And the other guy goes, well, What about freedom of speech? You can say whatever you want. And the guy goes, Yeah, I can walk up to you and mf you three four times freedom of speech, but there's consequences for it. You're going to knock me out. Yeah. There's a consequence for that. You yeah. can have freedom of speech, but that means that you don't get any consequences. Like there's no freedom of consequence, right? That's not the law. You say whatever you want to say, but there are going to be consequences for it. That's right. And in some cases it's a million dollars a year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, all right. Let's, let's put a bow on Bobby hugs and, uh,
0: Oh, Move that's on. pretty, that's pretty, uh, put a bow on him. Well, that's pretty put a
1: bow on Bobby Huggs. It's Doesn't pretty, it sound like a teddy bear?
0: It sounds pretty gay. If you ask me, sounds pretty gay. Sorry. All I right. tried to end it with a joke. I did the best I could <laughs> be offended. I'm sorry. I was well, just my Catholic cigarette. What yeah, I'm a do? Catholic cigarette. Yeah. Come get me. <laughs> and she like Bobby Huggins Catholic was talking cigarette. directly to me. I'm a Xavier fan and a Catholic cigarette. <laughs> come, come get me, Bobby. <laughs> come get me. Oh man. Anyway. Uh let's move on to the NBA playoff, shall we? Because should we start with let's start with what happened in what I believe was game three or four uh in Phoenix with um the Joker and the owner, part owner of the Phoenix Suns. That's right. Okay, so uh I can't remember who it was for the Phoenix Suns goes into the crowd trying to save a ball. Uh he's in the crowd. The owner is in the front row, grabs the ball. He's holding on to it because Jokic is trying to get out on a fast break and get a, a five-on-four break, right? Like, that's the whole point. He's trying to get the ball and get it out so he can take advantage of this guy that's laying, that's in the crowd for Phoenix. That's the point of him running over and rip it, trying to rip the ball out. And then the pushing and shoving goes on. A little chicken wing happens, and uh, the joker – the joker uh knocks out they, they almost knocked him out almost knocked out the owner of the phoenix suns as he flopped backwards into his chair that's what that was a that was somebody said they uh for a flop in the nba you get fined $5000 they should have just fined him $5000 that's what they should have done for for the beautiful flop that he had um uh, anyway before we get into what we think about all of it uh Turn around. Next game, he's in the front row. Jokic walks up pregame, hands him the ball. They have a good laugh. All's all's fun and loving hip hop or basketball, something. Loving basketball, good movie. Um, so I'm excited about this because you think that we are not going to agree on whatever your feeling is, and I I feel even more that way. Can I tell from you something? Me- I have no feel. I don't really have a feeling either way about it. So I'll. I. I maybe I do. Maybe I have more of a feeling than I think I do, and I need it to come out. That could be. I could feel like. I mean, it was dumb. You feel. Let me guess how you feel. You feel, Jokic should have been suspended. You feel Jokic was in the wrong. You feel that the Joker should never have put his hands on anyone in the in the crowd.
1: That is. 66 percent true okay i, I don't so know out of I, the three. I don't know that i think he should have been suspended but okay. i think he's a hundred percent in the wrong i think he should and he got fined um for especially for his comments after the game that he was like he put his hands on me uh, we're supposed to be protected. This is
0: a fan. I, I don't
1: care who he is. I don't care if he's a, an owner. He's just a fan.
0: The NBA protecting me line was kind of sad. It was stupid. And the guy, the crazy part is the guy in the, the second row got, got kicked out of the game. Well, cause
1: he actually touched him. Right. The other guy didn't really, I mean, he like, as Jokic was like putting his forearm into him, he like put his hand like on his hip or something, just cause they were, almost touching anyway.
0: The biggest reason that he did it though, was because he was trying to hold on to the ball and not let Jokic get it,
1: but he wasn't even, that's the thing. Like, I don't know why I'm seeing this in such a different way than everybody. First of all, the ball comes to him. All right. He picks the ball up. I think it was Joshua Kogi dove or, or fell into the, into that first row onto the guy right next to the, to the owner. And so dead ball. All right. Okogie is, is in like, you know, they're kind of you check to see make sure nobody's hurt and that kind of thing. You can, they won't give you a fast break opportunity because the official has to have has to have the basketball first. When it when a player goes into the
0: crowd like that, they're not going to let you get a quick out hmm. in that situation. I, I mean, I don't not not necessarily. I mean, if that guy's falling out and the ball gets to the official, he might just hand it right back. It, you will almost never almost never see that
1: almost never Jokic. And then the guy picked up the basketball and is looking at, looking at the guy that Okogie fell into and looking at him and they're like getting him up and he's looking at him while he's doing that, holding the ball. Cause it's a dead ball. The, the, the official hadn't come over even yet to get the ball. Jokic runs over grabs the guy doesn't even see him yet
0: sure i i I know where you're going with this just
1: tries to snatch aggressively snatch the ball out of his hands and i i'm telling you your first your first intuition if you don't see a guy coming and they just try to grab a ball hard out of your arms you're like i think you're going to tense up and and try to hold on to it and and I, i i'm Okay. I'm uh,
0: telling you. I, I, I feel you. I feel you.
1: He wasn't trying to keep him. Everybody's I,
0: like. I, I think I agree with you Everybody's
1: on that. like, he's trying to hold on to the ball so Jokic can't. Like, I even heard people say he's grabbing the ball from Jokic. What the. Oh,
0: that didn't happen. What
1: the no, Catholic
0: cigarette are you talking about? I mean. It's, he. What the Catholic cigarette are you talking about? <laughs> okay. So I'm watching this as you, as you talk. All right. So Jokic is already upset because he thinks. Uh, he's trying to figure out what's going on with the out-of-bounds call. So he's got his hands up already complaining to the ref. He sees the ball in the guy's hands, and he's not letting go of it. The guy's trying to help up. What's his name?
1: I think it was Joshua Kogi.
0: There you go. Yeah, the uh, super hoagie, uh, trying to help out the hoagie. And he, he, he's holding the ball as he's lifting him up. And then all of a sudden, Jokic goes to grab it, and he like – looks over and surprised and he does clutch it. He does pull a little. For it sure. is a clutch. Yep. But like you said, I, I think I might agree with you on this. I've, I've seen this one time and it was on ESPN when I was brushing my teeth and I, I was just like, Oh my God. And then I just heard everybody talking about it from there, but actually sitting down and rewatching this. I, I mean, I, I think I have to agree with you. I'm not going to act like, I don't think here's what I think. I don't think either of these guys should have got anything. I, I, Jokic wants the ball, but he he looks mad. He looks mad at this guy. Like he ran over at him. Like he was pissed that that guy was still had the ball, but it was three seconds
1: after the play ended. I mean, like I said, the ball has to go to the official first. Anyway, it's not Jokic's job to go get the ball. It's he has nothing to do that. And by the way, he wants to talk about, well, the fans are putting their hands on me. We're supposed to be protected. You can't let fans touch me. You ran to the stands, bud. You ran to the fans. Yeah, you're in their area, and you cannot and, let him get away with shoving a forearm. And and you know what? It was a flop. It was not okay. nearly as big a flop as no. I think everybody's saying. No, it, I mean he, he his he... his legs are 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 the back of his legs are against a seat. Yeah, and and a three hundred pound six eleven guy. Is is giving you a forearm?
0: It's the it's the hands flying in the air. That's sure. where everybody talks about, the sure. flop, right? That's where it comes but,
1: from. But but he he still shoved him with his forearm. Yeah, you can't go. They, they he should be protected from that. Just from a from a a from Ron Artest running into the stands to yeah. go punch somebody. Yeah, just as much as somebody coming onto the floor to do that. You can't let Jokic. You can't expect fans to not do anything and let and let players just go to the stands and and push people
0: and touch people. Yeah. I mean, the more I'm watching this, I think I might agree with you. It, it doesn't make any sense why he sprinted over there. I mean, he like bum rushed the dude. Yes. Like yeah. at what he looks at him and he's what he's looking at him as the guy's holding it. And then he just runs over and tries to rip it out. And they're all like, Hey man, what are you doing? And then he acts like he didn't do anything. Gives him a kick. And when they pushes him down, the guy from behind the next row Mm -hmm. puts his hand up, doesn't push him or hit him just to be like, hey, man, what are you doing? He he did. He did try to push him. Yeah, but he's telling him, hey, hey, what are you doing?
1: Like, you shouldn't be here. And you know what? And I'm fine with that guy being kicked out because he reached over and, and touched him and tried to push him a little bit. But the the owner, Matt Ishbia, didn't really do anything physical. He got he got pushed back. I don't even care if you want to say it was a flop or whatever. Yeah. He did get nudged by a giant person and fell into his seat. He's
0: it, a giant person it, it,
1: It's I mean, but he handled it perfect. Didn't didn't yell at him, didn't uh, cuss at him, uh, didn't I totally try to push back. Because
0: he could have uh, yeah, as a I fan a sitting there, you could do would, something worse. Yeah. But he's an owner and he knows he he knows his place, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm telling you, I was disgusted.
1: I love I'm rooting for Denver in this series because it means more to me to see Jokic play in the next series than it does for me to see Booker Durant, and Durant play. Yeah. I I just want to see that guy play more. Uh, but you can't go to the stands, put your hands on people, try to rip the ball out of somebody's hands. I you think just,
0: as I've watched that like six the times now, or easily, hundred percent he was. I I think I'm. I think I agree with you now. I I don't think that we disagree. I think we I, I like I said I I could be swayed either way. I didn't really have a huge thing, but hundred percent, Jokic was the aggressor in this situation. I love Nikola Jokic. I'm so I'm so upset he, with him about this. You know, I what really you know what's got me irritated? Like I love Jokic and I love uh, uh Luca. But both of these guys seem like they're getting more and more of an attitude. Yeah. Uh, as they in this they're league being longer,
1: Americanized.
0: Yeah. That's it. It I think that, I mean, there's something to that. Yeah. These guys are like, like, they, it's a like watching this to start. The ball goes out of bounds. They're giving the ball to Denver. They're giving the ball to Denver. And the ref makes the call. Before the ref blows his whistle and says it's going this way, Jokic has already got his hands up complaining. He's already complaining. I'm so sick of just NBA players in general complaining on every single call. I'm sorry. Let me not, I don't want to be overly dramatic. I am so sick and tired of NBA players complaining about 98% of the calls it's not every call
1: i i disagree with you it is every call <laughs> it's more it's it's multiple times it's multiple calls or missed calls on every single possession it every somebody's angry somebody's saying
0: something to the official every, every shot thing, every shot you're fouled every shot somebody's fouled on yep every time they take the ball to the basket they're fouled or there's no way i fouled the guy and then yeah. replay shows like absolute yeah murder yeah or that or the exact opposite where a guy's bum right it just happened in this game um what's his name uh in the first quarter of the denver of game five of denver and la before we started this podcast golden. here on wednesday what i say denver golden state um draymond green got the ball and just bum rushed can't remember who it was for la just just sprinted into him with his shoulder down and threw a shot up and made it. And they called an and one and he is jawing with Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis didn't foul him, but he's yelling at Anthony Davis out at the free throw line. Cause that's how he does. He loves talking jawing with him and they show the replay and the guy was running backwards with him. And, and he's just the only contact was Draymond green, dropping his shoulder down as the guy was trying to back away from him. Mm-hmm. And they call foul on that. Like, and he, you know, so there's complaint and he complained about like, are you kidding? Which he deserves to. Sometimes you deserve to complain a little bit. Like you're because it is a bad, there call. bad calls all the time. there's bad calls all the time, but it, it's, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that you just, you deserve to complain about that because you still don't because referees are going to make mistakes. I tell the kids on the basketball team all the time, they come out and they're like, oh my God, this ref sucks. Because they hear the coaches going, this dude's missing everything. Can you believe he missed out again? It's been four travels right here in front of us, and you gotta be careful with you know nine and ten year olds because they'll hear you and they start complaining. And I'll turn around and I'll give them a tongue lashing from all from the fiery depths of hell. Yeah. About don't ever talk about it. Don't talk about a referee. Don't ever look talk to a referee, and don't ever complain about anything a referee does. They have the most difficult job out here. Yes. and and you. You play through it. You don't like it, then do it better next time. Make it so they don't miss the call next time. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's good coaching. Move um, your feet. How about move your feet instead of reaching for the ball? That might, that might work. Yeah. I don't care if you touched him or not. He went by you. You had you. Your feet were stuck in concrete, and you slapped at the ball. You might have missed, but you shouldn't have done it.
1: One of my favorite things when I see this in basketball is when a player commits a foul, and I do this all the time, a player commits a foul, they call the foul, and the the player looks looks like oh, what? How yeah. could you? And they look at, at you as the coach, and the coach
0: goes, "Yeah, you fouled him. Yeah, stop <laughs> reaching. Yeah,
1: yep. Uh, um, yep. It, it's just, I don't know. I, I love,
0: I love like in the in the jumping, like they jump up to try to, to to block a shot and clearly wind up and swing and hit a guy on his forearm and go, what? I was all ball." And, and everyone around is going, what, 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 that was you. Like you are the one that did that. If I was a
1: coach in the NBA right now and my player foul, obviously fouled a guy and he goes like this because they, every single play they're doing this now too, for the, for the challenge.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. They They, want, they want everything to be challenged immediately and you get one. Yeah, you
1: get one, one in the game.
0: Yeah, let's Whether use it. it let's it. use it in the first five minutes of the first quarter. That's a good, that's a good time to use a challenge. Right. Shut up, Draymond. Put your finger <laughs> down. It's everybody's doing it. I know. And, it's just, and, I'm just picking on nah, I'm just picking on Draymond. <laughs> your favorite
1: pastime. Um if if I'm a coach and my player does that, we watch film the next day. If I see that and you did that, find five thousand dollars. I love it. Don't yeah. don't look at the bench. And make the motion to challenge it, if you definitely, obviously fouled a guy for sure. Yeah, uh, I, uh, man, it's, it's the one thing that I hate. I'm going to use the the H word. I hate about the NBA is the way players react every single yeah. possession. And it and I or
0: and I'm going to tell you, it it feeds down, man. People see it and it feeds down. It goes down and into yeah. college basketball. It's a little easier to rein it in in college basketball, uh, because number one, they're younger. Um, it's, it it seems, you know, it's, it's different because it's college instead of, you know, you're not a professional, even though a lot of these guys are making a lot of money now, not a lot of these guys, some of these guys are making a lot of money. Now, most of the guys in college are not making like a huge wage off this NIL stuff, but there are guys doing it, but, but for a lot of these people, it means a lot more. So it's a little easier to coach them and threaten them. Right. Yeah. um, As opposed to in the NBA where you have a contract signed and, you know, they're going to be on your bench, whether whether you like it or not. Yeah. So so it, but it, but it is still trickling down a little bit because it so happens sure. in college basketball all the time. High school basketball.
1: It, yeah, it's the same thing. Another complaint I'm going to have old man complaint is the all the all the 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 taunting taunting happens so yeah. much. A lot of it is with whatever gesture they're doing or whatever, but looking at a guy, staring a guy down or, or stepping over it and that kind of stuff, like and puffing your chest out and doing all these motions and stuff after you make a play, especially when it's directed at somebody. Yeah. High school kids are doing it. You see it all over the internet. AAU's really bad with it. Grade school kids are doing it. It's 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 getting those two things about sports culture are getting worse and it's very disappointing and, and hopefully they figure out how to rein it in because you have too many people like, no, that you have to let them be, uh, emotional and, and, and play with passion and, and you do, you got to let a little stuff go, but the, the way the whole culture has shifted
0: because of that stuff, I, I think it's poison. My thing really about that whole – thi- I, I mean, I, I agree with you. The thing about – I feel like having energy and, and showing emotion is okay. Yeah, of course. But there's a way to do it. You don't have to show emotion directly at the other team.
1: It's mostly negative emotion now.
0: That's the thing. That's what I don't like. If you hit a big shot and you are super pumped up and you're with your – and you're looking at your bench and you do your gestures, I'm, I don't even care. The – the whatever the the ice in your veins or the the three goggles. If you're looking at your bench and you're talking with your guys, but when you do that to the other team, that is where my or you're looking into the stands of another team. If you're on if you're if you're the road team and you're doing it to do why why be excited that you just did something really good. I'm totally cool with that. Throw down a huge dunk. Don't sit there and stare and yell at the guy who who's who you landed next to after you dunk, there's no reason to yell at him. Look at your team. Get pumped up with your team. Positive energy, right? Guys, like you said, there's no need for negative energy. I hate negative energy. Positive energy. All positive energy. Yeah. I'm that's sure. why we've had only one rain out this year, because of positive energy.
1: Nice. Yeah. yeah Serrano's really cooking uh, up something in his locker yeah, there, huh? That's right, baby. nice Nice. Um,
0: <laughs> all right. F you, Joe Boom i do it myself.
1: <laughs> Very good.
0: That's positive energy right there. Yeah. You can drop an F bomb and still have positive energy. You get
1: the little necklace out and like himself. tap it on your bat on yep. the thing and yep. give the positive energy into your bat mm-hmm. and everything. Yep. Um I I I I think I
0: feel a little bit better. Wait, you agree? Yeah. I, mean, I, I yeah, I'm not I, I, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. I I watching it like clearly 4 or 5 times from two different angles. I I think it I'm now surprised at listening to everybody on the radio talking the way that well, actually sitting and watching this. It is surprising the way they talked about that Thank you. because it did sound like he grabbed the ball. I never saw him actually grabbing the ball. The only clip I saw before this was just Jokic reaching in a ball flying up um, and then give the, and then give the chicken wing. I never saw all the stuff beforehand that I just watched while we were doing this. And that makes a huge difference. That dude wasn't doing anything except reaching over to help his buddy up, and the ball's out of bounds. It's a dead ball. Clock is stopped. He's just reaching over, and Jokic walks two steps, and then like some kind of fit of rage came over him and sprinted at that man, and probably scared the. You can see in his eyes he was a little like he was scared for a second. I would have been terrified. <laughs> could you imagine a seven foot two uh, German or whatever? He's not German. What is he? uh Yugoslavian slovenian or, or slovenian like well i feel no. yeah, sorry if we said you the wrong country for him it's yeah, where we're not happy. geographically uh no, smart in any way shape or form not going to act like i am no. um okay i feel better good do, do we need to do we need to touch
1: on any other um you know what, what any other happens oh yeah it makes sense if you're listening to this but um what's going on in the lakers game right now so the
0: Knicks, the Knicks, won to make it uh three two in that series yep and they're down three two yeah but sorry the are up three two yeah we are currently almost a halftime and it is is this right this is this is updated
1: I got a 410 left in the third quarter. Okay. Yeah. That was definitely not Golden updated. State 87, Lakers 73.
0: Okay. All right. Yep. That's what I got 410, 87, 73. In, in, in a 14 point game, to be honest with you, that's
1: no, in, with, in the NBA, time, in an NBA
0: game, that's a tie game. Right. Yep. The runs that these teams are going on are insane. I don't know that I've seen scoring spurts like this in the three, the three has i know it's changed the game for a long time now but it's amazing oh yeah it's it the the spurts that these guys go on they i mean four threes in 25 seconds and you're like what holy what just happened that in turnovers why is the nba why are nba players turning the ball over so much there are so many turnovers in an nba game stupid turnovers terrible and it's like nobody cares because they're going to get 400 more possessions yeah. right it means nothing like it literally looks like they could care less that they just threw ball 500 feet over a guy's head on a cross-court pass into the fifth row and they just all kind of walk back and jog back and go to the next play because they're going to get the ball back in five seconds yeah
1: next play mentality is great but it's it doesn't seem like they're always valuing possessions like they should be for yeah. sure um all right so, you mentioned Miami's up 3-2 in that series. Uh, that that Philly-Boston series has been pretty uh, crazy, and Philly just went up 3-2 in that series yesterday. Um, you've got 3-2, Denver's up 3-2 in that series, and the Lakers are 3-1. If the Warriors hold on, that'll be 3-2. Mm-hmm. So, we got a bunch of 3-2s here going on now. Um, we'll find out. I mean, by next week, we will have conference finals happening
0: pretty cool man i'm pretty excited for that yeah uh look forward to the lakers nuggets that's gonna be a fun that's gonna be a fun series i think that'll be i mean anthony davis is gonna to have to play his mind at play out of his mind the entire i mean he's already probably the best defensive player left in the in the western conference right now
1: you saying he's gonna have <clears throat> to play out of his mind beach volleyball yeah. he'll be on vacation or
0: oh you tell you, you got the Warriors, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, by the, I would they, say by the time yeah, we're done with this podcast, on. yeah, <laughs> I would say by the time we're done with this podcast, it may be different. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we may we may be making an announcement. Uh, we want to won't bet a pie in the face. I bet you that I bet a pie to the face that the uh that the Lakers win tonight.
1: Here, here's why I'm going to say no to that. Okay. I've gotten one real pie in the face in my life.
0: And it was from the pie in the face master. It
1: was from the the king of pies in the face. Yeah. I that's the only one I'm ever gonna take. I'm so I'm totally life.
0: fine with that. So we'll never bet a pie in the face then. Yep. Okay. Deal. Deal. Yep. Sounds good.
1: All right. <laughs> um, so let's go to Mount Rushmore this week was number one overall picks in the major league baseball draft. Yes. Which is coming up in what is in? It's in uh,
0: June, right? Uh, the only yeah. <laughs> the only um, sport that drafts during their season. That's right. So,
1: you have? Uh, do you have your list, or you're you're pulling it up now?
0: I've I've got. So I I did not write down a list. I've got but my. You have I know list. who. Yeah, yeah. I know they are. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's Ben McDonald, Jeff King, Sean Abner. And uh, Chris Benson. Oh, Chris Benson actually was pretty decent there for a while. That's what I have too. Yeah, yeah. Pat Burrell, remember Pat Burrell? I do. I love some, I like going back and look at these. So, you remember uh, Dimitri Young, his brother was a number one overall pick for the Tampa Bay Devil Rays and played a decent amount for the Devil Rays, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Um, that being said, let's talk about. Some of the good ones uh, that have come out, right? So uh, I went back to 1965, which I believe was the first year of the draft, and the very first draft pick ever, Rick Monday. Rick Monday. I remember Rick Monday. He had a good uh, good career. Yep. Um, you know, there's, uh, the, you know, you got Harold Baines in there. There's a Daryl Strawberry. You know, what, Who are your uh, Tim Belcher was a number one overall pick. How about that? since i read tim belcher um so adam schmidt Mm -hmm. let's talk about who the best number one picks were overall though i believe that there's no doubt that we have the top one we both have the same one i mean obviously ken griffey jr is one of the top four players of all time so he's definitely one of the He's definitely on the Mount Rushmore of number one overall pick. Can we just agree with that? My number one
1: overall pick of the Mount Rushmore of number one
0: overall picks. I'm totally down for that. <clears throat> and I asked the other day who was the first, that 2010 draft, Bryce Harper or or Mike Trout, and it was Bryce Harper, mm-hmm. which Mike Trout probably has become the better player out of the two. Just A lot of that is just because of injuries that have happened to Bryce Harper because the guy is him. But those might be the best ever one-two yeah. draft picks ever. Yeah. Um and Bryce Harper's got to be in that conversation. Absolutely. And and you know, you go back and look at these, and there's some good ones, but who who really stands out? To me, you got Junior, yep. you've got Chipper Jones, mm-hmm. you've got Alex Rodriguez, and then it's tough from there, right? Because you got a whole lot of minutia. You got a whole lot of guys like this. This is who you got Josh Hamilton, Joe Maurer, Adrian Gonzalez. Uh, Phil Nevin, well, Phil Nevin's not even there. Justin Upton is in there. David Price would be in that. Steven Strasburg, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole might be that guy. He might be that number four. Um, now that I look at this, I, I'm i probably going to go. I loved Joe Maurer. Adrian Gonzalez for a period of time might have been one of the top players in Major League, was one of the top four players in Major League Baseball. But I I think I'm going to go. It's between Adrian Gonzalez and Garrett Cole. For number four. So let's go. I want to make the decision right now. I don't have a pitcher on this, so let's put Garrett Cole in there. Okay. Oh, Garrett Cole over over uh, Adrian Gonzalez, even though Adrian Gonzalez is unbelievable baseball player, one of the greatest hitters of his generation. That's right. Um, all right, so after all that, how do you feel? You got B.J. Sarhoff in there?
1: I got B.J. Sirhoff because I had a hologram card of him. Yeah. Um, no, I got... I have the the three that you mentioned that were easy. Yeah, A. Rod Jr. and Chipper, uh, and then my fourth one was was hard. It was it, it was. Is? I had between, tell me you went Joe Maurer. I had between Joe Maurer, I love Joe Josh Maurer. Hamilton.
0: Josh Hamilton, uh, yeah, and and Bryce Harper. Josh Hamilton probably had the most, put, like that's the that's obviously the I talent. One. I mean, uh, out of his gizzards.
1: I yeah. I wanted to picture
0: of him when he was all coked out. Like he didn't look, he weighed like 160 pounds or something like that.
1: I've gotten up to one sixty now.
0: Good work, Bud. thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But could you imagine that Josh Hamilton weighing 160, 165 pounds?
1: He's a, he's a, such an athletic build too. Yeah. I mean, when he was in good shape. Yeah. Um, First, first opening day of being an employee for the Cincinnati reds, they had me go down and take, I think there were some stanchions or something. The, the, the little things with like the heavy base and the thing, and you pull the rope out, pull the rope out. Yep. Yep. Connect them. We had to go down on the field and take those up, like through the dugout and out onto the field, and rope some stuff off. I did that while Josh Hamilton was out there taking infield.
0: Really? Yes.
1: And so I was like, Twenty feet away from the guy on opening day, 2013,
0: I think it was. Yeah, so cool. That is awesome. It was awesome. That's one of the coolest things about you. Probably got. I mean, you got to do a lot of cool for the stuff. Rangers at the time, though. Okay, so um, I gotta say. So speaking of that, before we get to your fourth, either way, either way, uh, can I ask who met, thought who thought that Ron Washington would be the right head coach for Josh Hamilton? Hamilton to keep that man sober, huh? Who thought Ron Washington and Josh Hamilton were probably doing lines in the, in the bathroom, in the dugout, probably on the bench. I mean, like you're going to put Josh Hamilton, this recovering addict, who's got all kinds of issues and you're going to have his head coach beat Ron Washington. Yeah. But they sent Johnny Nair there with him. Didn't they? Uh, didn't yeah. They? John Nairn followed him. You think John Nair, you think Ron, dude, Ron Washington could out talk anyone. He's going to out talk around John Naron to get Josh. He might've talked John Naron into doing a line that's with him. That's how, that's how, uh,
1: let's put this hog
0: leg down on a, on a mirror and see what we can do, Bob.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. Love I think, I, saw, I, think I heard that in the movie somewhere. I love, I love Ron Washington. I love Josh Hamilton. I hope they're both uh, sober and clean and, um, how uh, Washington I mean, Ron got Washington
0: busted did. while he was coaching? Yeah, while he was coaching but, with Josh
1: Hamilton on his team, but then he he but then he continued a great coaching career after that. He's
0: one of the best infield. He's known as like the infield guru yeah. of his time right now.
1: I love, I don't coach baseball. I don't play baseball. I love watching Ron Washington videos uh, on the internet. If
0: you go onto my YouTube, it probably pop up all the time.
1: I, I have seen them on before
0: YouTube. every game. We do the Rob, We do the Ron Washington drills where, where we get on a knee and, and do all the, the one hop, the picks. I call them, I call them pick progressions.
1: Yep. It, it, it's fun to watch him do it too. He's, mm-hmm. I mean, he lo- he might be a hundred years old and he looks so smooth doing it. still. Too. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Yep. Um, Joe Maurer.
0: I knew you were gonna go Joe Maurer. I love Joe Maurer. I love Joe Mauer <laughs> too, dude. I loved him. Ah, oh, he was so good for so long. Just he was in the wrong place. You just die in Minnesota, I mean, man. So they were really, really
1: good with him and Morneau
0: yeah. and a bunch of Francisco. I, agree. I agree with you. But it he never got good. the he never got the notoriety. He was an unbelievable defensive catcher too. Not unbelievable. He was a good defensive catcher, mm-hmm. too. And you then know, they moved him. Mauer left. They moved him first base. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mauer left. When more no left. Yeah. 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 Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about Mauer. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> good call. I like that. Well done. Four four. Well done. All right. So uh, I'm gonna. I've got this number in my head. I got to write down Baby J over here.
1: Yep. I've got mine written down too.
0: All right, Baby J's over here. So we are going to now switch on over to the comedic portion. Of this talk, uh, podcast, this talk, cast, talk, cast, talk, I feel like it should be called a talk cast podcast still doesn't make any sense to
1: me. I heard not too long ago why it was called that. And I can't remember
0: why now when we first started talking about doing this seven years ago, eight years, like it's been a while, we've been in this house for seven years. It was before this house. We did the very first one in the old house in the basement. Uh, but I remember thinking it sounds literally sounds like something that should go to space. Like I'm in a pod casting off and just like, I, yeah. I remember like, podcasts. This is the goofiest thing i ever heard. Let's just talk and record it. That sounds like fun. And man, it is a whole world to itself. Everyone has a podcast now. Yeah. Back then when we first started this, not everybody had a podcast. It was us, Joe Rogan. We might've, Maron, we might've had it before Joe Rogan. We might've been doing ours before Joe Rogan.
1: He's been doing his like ten years, I think. He's
0: on episode like
1: three thousand something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not that much, but that so Mark crazy. Marin in the same way. WTF is his yeah. podcast, and he's been doing it for ten or twelve years. Or
0: you just yeah. get on and just start talking about your day and what's going on, and people chime in to listen. Yeah, it's like Facebook on steroids. Yeah, I suppose so.
1: I still, don't but know. It, it works for people who are famous, though.
0: Right, like us. That's why we are still doing this. What are we in now? We've got to be in year.
1: At least five, five. six. Yeah, five. Yeah, probably.
0: Five. five. Yeah. I mean, it was a year or two before COVID maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're 2020. I bet it was 18. I bet we started around 2018.
1: Yep. Probably.
0: Yeah. Yep. Man. Man. Hey, happy five-year anniversary.
1: Hey, thanks. Happy. Yeah, same. How
0: about that? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Why not? We'll just call this our five. March. March was our five-year five years. That's what we're going to call it. We'll call it because we started in March again. Restarted in March. That's right. Man, I'll tell you what, bud. It's a whole lot of time in this uh, basement. Yeah. It was two years where I was all by myself, though. Yeah. Yeah, we were there.
1: It was just, you know, split down the you yeah, a split, he the screen, old split
0: screen on the old zoom time yeah on the old zoomer on the old blue jeans.
1: <laughs> All right. So speaking of during the pandemic, a lot happened to John Mulaney during the pandemic.
0: Boy, you ain't kidding. And he wanted. Do you remember when I was talking about the joke? Do you remember when I was talking about the drug dealer joke? Yes. And, and I was like, I've heard this before. Like I was like, I said, I don't understand. Like I, and I was telling, I feel, I feel like I was, I don't know if we were talking about it on the air, not on the air, but I was like, that was the joke. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. I thought that was the best part was breaking up with this drug dealer. I know I heard it on serious radio before this ever came out. It was months ago when I first heard that. So the, it must've been one of the things where they picked it off when he was in the middle of doing his working on it. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. I, I was like, Oh. I have heard this. I've heard this before. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. I'll let you start off this. Um,
1: by the way, this whole page notes.
0: Oh, that's the first
1: time I've done that in a long time.
0: Good work. You got a page. I didn't. I don't have a page of notes, <laughs> but I'm glad you have a page of notes because let's bring up the bullet points and I'll tell you how I feel about some of it. Most of these notes aren't going to make any sense now, I don't think. But don't you hate that when you write something down and you go, "Ooh, what does that? Uh, I just tried to write something down real quick.
1: Yep. I've got a uh, grandparent, <clears throat> grandparent died attention in school. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Henry, he was a fifth grader. He was at the show. Yeah. Old yep. Henry. Old Henry he up there. Out, like, yep. That was pretty good. How old are you young man? Yeah. Um, He talked about the intervention. Uh, some of that stuff was he, he got
0: his hair cut. Yep. <laughs> so, that was good. So it's, it's, there was some funny parts to, to his, 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 his journey.
1: He, he, uh, had dinner plans at seven. He also went to get a haircut at seven and somehow in his drug mind thought he could make that work. (laughs) So he was like three hours late to what ended up being his His intervention. intervention. Yeah. He thought was
0: dinner plan. Are they still going to tackle him? That was my, I like that part.
1: (laughs) Um, Let's see, uh, Doctor Michael. I wrote down.
0: Yeah, that was a little weird. Uh, the Doctor Michael thing got got weird real quick. <laughs>
1: when he went to the guy's apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That yeah, yeah the kitchenette, and he asked him, and he always wanted to give him a shot, but he had to take his shirt off.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, I wrote down Pete Davidson slash Rodney Dangerfield slash Al Pacino. Yeah. Um, I wrote down uh, in rehab. Oh, he was in rehab January sixth. So the insurrection yeah. wouldn't have happened on my watch,
0: <laughs> never happened before he went in, and it's never happened since, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, uh, he didn't get recognized in, yeah, in uh, there or in uh, that was
0: good where he pulled the magazine out. I like yeah, that,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> the paper, yeah. He told the guys in the group, Ask your daughter. Uh, or your son, if he's not he's an athlete, not an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> <That was funny. laughs> ask only certain sons, he said, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see, buying a Rolex to pawn for cash. Number one, smarter than I would have ever thought. And also it's the weirdest I mean, story I've ever heard he in my bought, life, bought a Rolex. He, he, he couldn't get, I shouldn't be saying this cause well I want you to go watch it, but he, he, he set himself up to hopefully get better with the drugs by telling his financial guy, do not allow me access to money, but he had a credit card. So he bought a Rolex for $12,000 and pawned it for 6,000. So he could get $6,000 in cash that he could spend on drugs. There you go. He was willing to take a $6,000 hit so he could do drugs right away. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. That is real though. I mean, that's, unfortunately- that's
0: legit. I mean, that's for real, for real. Yeah. Uh,
1: just most people don't have that kind of money.
0: No, no. Most people aren't doing it that way. <laughs> it's a lot of people pawning things. Not quite that way.
1: Uh, I put, I said
0: GQ article that he had no memory of giving. They and and I want to find that GQ article because sure, that, too. that seemed, that didn't seem like it didn't seem real the way that the, that he was like GQ. Oh, Okay. And then Asuna, like, I don't feel like they would have typed it out that way in the article. Right, I feel no, like no. he, I feel like he pepped that up a little bit, Maybe. but still very humorous about the, the spoon and the, the, the cereal and all that stuff. That was, that was good.
1: Yeah. Um, he, he, uh, we're not going
0: to be, you're going to be way over top of me. You're going to be way, <laughs> I can tell by the way you're reading these, you're going to be way. I just didn't laugh as hard at this stuff. He, he said, um. There were
1: was it twelve people I think one two three four five six yeah, uh twelve people at his intervention yeah, and he said first names. And, I I was like trying to think. Okay, I gotta get some of these people because he talked about he he mentioned three people. He mentioned Fred Armisen, Nick Kroll, and Seth Meyers. Seth Meyers right off the bat, and he mentioned some other first names. So based on what were the first names he said? He said Fred uh fred burke mike bill or wait he mentioned some of the first names i he he didn't mention all of them okay but at the end uh, like before the credits basically they he list or as part of the credits he listed everybody on that thing okay so uh, but he did mention a couple first names and i'm like i I was trying to think of like who they would be the best
0: comedians the funniest people in the world that was good i like that part It was the funniest people in the world and they weren't they made a deal that they couldn't do a bit during the thing
1: i he he mentioned mike and bill and i got those i because i tried to guess them before i saw it bill burr bill uh bill Hader, bill hater from saturday night live Live. and mike Rabiglia. okay i knew they were they're like really good friends um the other people, I mean, you know, we knew the, the other three guys too, but P-
0: oh, Pete Davidson wasn't there because he was shooting something. Yeah. Right. And he, so he called him that, that was pretty good. I yeah. do like that Al Pacino thing was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, that's what the Al Pacino thing. Yeah. The, right. And he said, I don't, he said, he said, I just feel like everybody's going to think it's me.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: I've never done drugs with Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs>
1: way to protect yourself there because
0: i've had because he had tattoos and i did not that was good too okay
1: uh and then the only other thing i wrote down was uh twice he had like moments that he kind of was grateful that he got through it and is there and is alive to do that special Mm -hmm. and stuff and i loved that he's still sharp yeah he's he's you know absolutely I mean, yeah you see people all the time that yeah but he was sharp drugs.
0: yeah and then when they come out of it they're not the same person yeah. right yeah drugs will mess your, your brain yeah. up yeah well he he uh yeah he's a he's he's very sharp he's quick-witted he's
1: and he's still young enough a yeah. lot of times you know you know that people did drugs for years and years and then it really starts to hit him as they get older right and he's still he's only 41 or 40
0: or something yeah i think like 41 42 something yeah, in that 40, area yeah. yeah he kept talking about it. he was 37 and 2020 so whatever there was it 37 oh um 39 39 39. in 2020 maybe Maybe that's what it was yeah something like that
1: anyway anything else stand out to you (laughs) no i wrote wrote everything down no no
0: no, nothing else stood out to me uh i'll tell you it was good i laughed at it uh there was there was some funny parts but i i mean I don't know if it's his delivery or his his demeanor or just him in general or maybe just the fact that I couldn't stand that Nick Kroll, John Mulaney thing that they did. (laughs) It might have been that I watched another hour long episode of those two
1: on a ton of show. That was like a special. It wasn't even a regular show. It was uh, John Oliver. Yeah, John Oliver. They did something at the 92nd Street Y or something. There's like a series that they do and they'll have like a celebrity interview another so. So John Oliver interviewed
0: those two guys as the characters. <laughs>
1: I watched another, I think I've even seen it before. And I watched it so again.
0: Laughing your butt off. I don't find those too funny <laughs> in know. that situation in any way, shape, or form.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. So Telefon or
0: the telephone, with telephine or telephone or whatever. They they can't say words right. I, yeah. I guess that's funny. I don't know. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so Adam, it is Adam, right? Adam. Adam uh i i i mean i feel like i gave it a a reasonable score okay uh i i feel like even though i mean i'm not gonna act like i didn't like it. it's not that i didn't like it it was good it was a good it was good was it funny yeah i would say it's funny okay. um i think a lot of people probably thought it was more funny than i did okay but i didn't get to a four by any means i was at a 3.4 three it wasn't under a three or anything it wasn't you know, it's right there in the middle of the old three-backer, the old three-bagger.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh 4.2.
0: I knew I knew you would be above a 4. When you started laughing as hard as you did as you were reading your notes, <laughs> I was like, "We ain't going to be in the same boat today, buddy. We're going to be a full point off." And you know what? He's
1: had better specials. Uh okay. Yeah. He's had better specials than this, but and I think part of it was Maybe maybe like there's a little bit of a bias for you because you didn't like that last thing he did. Could I think maybe the same thing for me. I a little I bias because you liked I might be giving him more just because I was so happy to see John Mulaney put out a new special when he's one of sure. the best in the world, I think. Yeah. And I was just very happy to to see that he got through that part and hopefully he stays stays sober, who knows? But um but but for him to be back on the comedy scene every comedian's like he's one of the best like he right you know so i was excited and i i he's one of the guys i've gotten a chance to see live
0: which was awesome you think he was uh stoned out of his mind when you saw him i don't know he no because i've never i couldn't probably but he was talking about he talked about in the very beginning of this he's like it might be a little bit different demeanor than you've seen me in the past and i was like you seemed exactly the same so it, he didn't seem that much outside of telling some sadder stories. Yeah, his I mean, he was scooting around and twisty footing around here and there, <laughs> and you know, whatever he was doing up there. Yeah. And his little when he gets into his little British little giddy up here in the somebody home or whatever he does there when he that wasn't even close to what I wanted to come out of my mouth, <laughs> but uh, that's what came out, so that's what we're gonna live with okay on this podcast forever now. <laughs> sure, uh, but you know maybe i'll learn how to edit yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes exactly no but uh you know i don't know it's it
1: it was just okay for you it was okay
0: yeah i mean it was just a good comedy special i like it was good it was good good I if i was in there i probably would have laughed more maybe i don't know yeah you laugh more when other people around you are laughing i think yeah for sure i laugh i laughed laugh. more at that stuff when you were reading it laughing than i did when i listened to it I laughed harder when you because because I because oh, it's funnier when you see someone laughing at something like at a joke. You it just it's contagious. It's contagious. You just start laughing. I agree with you. It's ha- that's happened before where I, my, I've i adjusted my score because you start reading off your notes and I start <laughs> laughing really hard and like and then he said duh, 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 and I've changed my score because of didn't work today. Huh? Oh, no, it didn't work today. <laughs> I knew where I was at today, but.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
0: Okay. All right. So we've got a Mount Rushmore and a comedy special for next week. You are going to do the comedy special. I will have the Mount Rushmore. Yes, sir. So Adam, uh, I'll let you go first. Because I have no idea.
1: Uh there is a comedian who is uh one of the guys that's kind of in the in the same world the same class i guess sort of yeah. as all the great guys the, the the guys that came out of new york and most of them are still there the the normans and lists and bargetsys and and okersons and soders um in fact dan soder was a roommate of this gentleman for 10 years Whoa. until the pandemic Whoa. they lived together and yes and this guy is like this
0: guy's like, sounds like a couple of cigarettes earlier. to me,
1: a couple of, couple of cigarettes. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, <laughs> this guy, um, is, is really good, but doesn't have that same name as those guys yet. Okay. Mike Vecchione.
0: No idea. that will be good. What's it on? Mike Vecchione. It's on YouTube. It's on the YouTube. And,
1: um, this will, this will, I think, encourage you, uh, even more Nate Bargetsy produced this. Oh, especially. nice. Yeah. Because he's he's our, Nate. Nate's a big fan of Mike's, and uh, they're friends. And he's like, um, he's like, um, you need a special. I'm putting it on for you. Nice. So very cool.
0: Nate's nice. another one of those guys Thank that, that is so using his success. I'm gonna tell you right, he's my favorite comedian yeah. right now. He's my favorite comedian right now. He's awesome. That dude, I I laugh constantly at him.
1: He's really really good.
0: Yeah um all right cool so i'm going to do and tell me if we've done this before i feel like we've done the mount rushmore of um uh, sandwiches i feel like we've done the mount rushmore of uh different things but i would like to do have we done a mount rushmore of lunch meat uh you know what pickle loaf anything like that oh we haven't um
1: if that's going to be on yours Ron schwager no i would say we haven't done it because i don't remember hearing you say that before
0: uh let's do let's do it let's do it all right the whether we've done it before or not yeah, we'll do, do it now it. yeah might as well i mean yeah tastes change tastes change right. over five years uh five years happy happy anniversary happy anniversary adam man. right adam? Yeah. Okay. i'm calling you honey Hi, right. thanks hon thanks hon <laughs> Thanks, hun. Thanks, darling. It, it is pronounced. Oh, somebody, me. we had a golf outing and uh, Aaron was selling tickets during it, and some guy kept calling her darling. Oh, I'll take a couple, darling. I've never seen her more upset in my entire life. Really? Oh, she did not. She was not happy with the darling. Once again, there's the, not, the locker room talk, you know? You're not supposed them boys, to do that. Them boys get together, you know, at those golf outings, get a little sauced up. When is they the start. Guy. Uh, no, that's, I think yeah. that was it. He was like in his early 40s. I think that was the part that got her. Like if some old man was like, Hey darling, can I get that's different? You know, some 60, 70 year old man's like, Hey darling, that's just something that comes out. But when some guy it's like your age is calling you darling. It's like, eh,
1: you're not supposed to do that, man. That's another one of those things. You're not supposed to do that anymore.
0: So here's what I do. And I don't know if this, I've caught myself a few times where I'm like, Oh man, maybe I shouldn't have done that. That was probably the wrong thing. I, I will walk up. Like if a girl is waiting on me in a restaurant or if I, see somebody yeah, walking down the road boss. I no, I don't do the ball. Bo- the boss is strictly for the guys. I only call the guys boss. Uh, but I'll say girl. I oh, say it all right. the time. I'm like, Hey girl, how you doing? And then sometimes I'm like, Ooh, that person may not want to be a girl. I don't know. Like I, I, it looks like it's a girl. I don't know. I feel like I gotta be, I, I feel like I've caught myself in a couple of situations where I'm just trying to be friendly. Yeah. Uh, you know and uh some people like it some some older You're, ladies you mean it as a term of endearment yeah some it's older taken as a term uh, of endearment for everybody yeah either. some older like today I uh had a nice little uh older lady waiting on me at uh bob at the bob at the bob no it was the red robin the bob huggins at the red oh. yeah at the bob huggins at the red robin and i said hey girl how are you she said oh my goodness you i am so far from a girl oh my gosh i was like you'll always be a girl to me sweetie probably shouldn't have said sweetie sweetie out there but she was already in love so that 65 year old woman was in love
1: oh man you should yeah you'd have been better off calling her catholic (laughs) cigarette catholic
0: cigarettes don't even know the size of their own what did he he said something about that too that's the
1: thing what he said after that didn't even make sense sense. yeah i don't
0: think they even know the size of their own or something like that yeah
1: didn't have one. Or didn't something. have one.
0: Yeah, they didn't have one, Come so they had to go on, buy them and throw them on the floor and then deny it. And then they denied that they did it. You get I over get it. That or whatever. Guy calls me right off the bat, and he's like, wow. Hey, bud, how you doing? I was like, I'm good. He goes, did you hear all this? I was like, I just kind of got something on my phone. I've got a bunch of texts. He goes, I'm going to go ahead and say that Bob Huggins still holds a little uh, holds a little special spot in his heart for Xavier fans. I was like, yeah, you think? I, think he's, I don't think he's quite over that 20 years later. Especially after you come in this past year and get beat again, and get beat again. That might've and I don't know. Maybe Willie started part of it talking about how they got, I, I doubt it. I doubt it.
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, Mike Vecchione, it's called the attractives. It's yep. on, uh, I think it's on Nate's YouTube channel. Okay, cool. Um, But just search Mike Vecchione
0: and the Mount Rushmore of lunch meat mount rushmore of lunch meat nice
1: lunch meat that means i am going to have to try
0: some lunch meats this <laughs> week careful bro it is not cheap yeah i know yeah don't don't just I, go in there buy them. You them some of these you can just think about remembering on I you know, mean, i'm, I'm talking like 15 dollars a pound can't you go in there and be like, Can I sample? That? Can, yeah, oh yeah, 100%. They'll give you peace. Can I get a sample of every one of these? I would
1: never ask
0: for a sample, no something. chance. I would a- and then eat it in front of everyone if they offer you to find out if I really want that or not. Uh, I've had all of this, <laughs> yeah, eat it in I, front of everyone. Yeah, yes, I've had all of this. I know what I want. I want the turkey. Just give me sliced turkey. Now, if you give me a sample and go, Is this thin enough or is this thick enough? that's a different story. That's what I care about. I want to, like, I want, uh, today, but I had a turkey sandwich waiting for you. To, turkey was cut a little thick. I need mine a little thinner. I need a little thinner. I don't want it shaved, but I want it thin. I, I will ask for, and I haven't gotten lunch
1: meat in a while, but I used to. Oven roasted turkey. Yeah. Perfect. Whatever, yep. whatever's on sale. Yep. Private selection, whatever. And uh, sli- slice thin. Slice thin. Here's the thing. They go back. <clears throat> Slice the first one. This good? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. ain't nothing. I, it yep. there could be
0: seven inches thick, and I will say yes. I, love, I don't. I love that you think that's seven, <laughs> seven inches. <laughs> Listen, let's. Hey, look. Whatever you try to convince people, right? Whatever you're trying to convince people, of is good for you. Here we go at the locker room talk again. <laughs> oh, seven boy. inches, right there, bud. If you can see, it's about uh two and a half inches is what i got there <laughs> either way half i have the I size of a pen pay any,
1: <laughs> i do not pay any attention when they show me the lunch meat <laughs> oh no. you
0: went there right to here real quick. well <laughs> this is a thin slice
1: now but uh yeah it, it's i i I'll order the exact same, thing. I'll, I'll look at the, in the glass thing. Like, yeah. Oh wow. Oh, gross. Look at
0: that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dude, do that you, have you bad. ever had pickle loaf? No, I've never had. Pickle. Have you ever had brown, Braun Schwager? However they say that. I don't think so. I'm, it's better than you think, bud. Probably. The pickle loaf is actually, I mean, it's basically bologna with little pickles in it. Uh, I mean, do you put pickles on good. your sandwich? Yeah, but well, not, I mean, not in there, my, what, not what's in my bologna. Def- What's the difference if you throw a slap of bologna? They just did the job for you. Now you got now you got pickle and bologna. But I got pickle laying in a bed of bologna for a while. Well, what does it do? I mean, it's laying in a bed of bologna when you make a sandwich. It's not though. You're laying it on a bed of bologna. I'm, I'm putting it
1: on top, and it's a it's a slice of pickle.
0: So you're laying it. On the bologna, sure, but it's not the bed. the baloney's bologna's not, flat, like a bed. It's not embossed in the bologna. Okay, that's there. Okay, what what makes it? I, I don't know. Nah. And also, bologna, ah. for
1: real. Ah. I mean, I had the. I mean the the fried bologna sandwich that that you and your dad made that one time here was good. Yeah, it was good. Bologna, though, I even just looking at it, it's like I mean, it just looks like skin. You know, I mean, it's it, nasty because it's it it like, like people it's, skin. It's, Oh.
0: It, it does just look like pink skin. It's, <laughs> yeah, you could cut that up and really make something look nasty with that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: No, but I gotta tell you, bud, I'm a big bologna guy. I love bologna. We've always we always have bologna in our house. Yeah. My one of my daughters loves it. Finley wants it every single day for lunch. It's all she ever wants. Bologna sandwich, nice cheese and white stuff. She likes the mayo, cheese and white stuff, yep. cheese and white stuff, cheese and white stuff. <laughs> Yeah, back in the day, she would always go, Daddy, are you gonna put the white stuff on it? Yep, I'll get you some mayo, girl. I got you. <laughs> white stuff, I got you. I'll get the mayo on it just like your daddy. uh, uh oh, oh, uh,
1: oh, uh, oh, what's uh, in uh, oh. the
0: white stuff? There you go. Oh, oh, Rio, what's in you? Never heard that part, nobody ever did that. When you guys were younger in grade school, when that came out, nobody ever went, oh, 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 Oreo, what's in the middle? The white stuff.
1: No, I never heard that. No? I thought I just thought of that for the white stuff, just talking about mayo.
0: No, for Oreos. That's what we used to to say when we were here in grade school. Wow. Yeah, Oreo, the white stuff's in the middle. Must be a Blackhawk thing. Yeah, it must be. There you go. I'm sure many people. (laughs) Um, Didn't Oreo, maybe, I bet Oreo should have had a commercial with that.
1: Maybe they did. I don't know. I just don't remember. All
0: right. On that note, bud, I think we've uh, about accomplished what we set out to, uh, what our goals were for the day. We uh, we Shame on Bob Huggins. We talked a lot about Catholic cigarettes. Shame on Nicole Jokic. Shame on Bobby yeah. and Nicola. Shame on John Mulaney. Shame on John Mulaney for uh, uh good on John Mullaney as well, though. He's it's a it
1: big that he bounced back. Yes,
0: good on John as well. Good on he John as well, over, buddy. Yeah, uh, didn't know it was that easy to get a haircut at 30 Rock for him. It is, yeah, he's still got his pass card.
1: That's right, that's right. He hasn't worked there in a long time. Yeah. No, you know know what? No shame on anybody. That's negative
0: energy. We're going
1: positive positive energy, baby.
0: Finish it positive energy. Positive energy energy because I got a big game this Saturday. We got a big game this Saturday. Everybody keeps telling me about the R word coming in. Positive energy. And I'm throwing the positive energy out there, dude. That's four days away. We're good. I ain't worried about nothing. No. Let's go do it. You guys are in good shape. Absolutely. We're in good shape. Yeah. So, uh, all right. There you go. Uh, Don't forget to turn your headlights on.